Welcome to the Reluctant Messenger podcast, where we discuss spiritually transformative events, encounters with angels and guides, out-of-body explorations, and much more. This episode originally aired as a video on my YouTube channel. You can find links on my website at CandiceSanderson.com. Welcome back. This is Candace. We ended last week learning that when our four-legged friends cross the rainbow bridge once their physical bodies drop away, that they can and often do trot right back over that bridge to be with us. That was such comforting information for me. We learned that they can come back to us in spirit, you know, sometimes in dreams, but they can also be born into a new litter, usually, but not always, of the same species. The big surprise, however, was learning about walk-ins. So if you missed that episode, you better go back and watch it. But we learned it with the messengers telling us that animals are actually able to come back and enter an adult animal, and that's called a walk-in. They said in order for that to happen, there needed to be an energy exchange to take place and that both animals must be in agreement. And they ended with the message saying that their energy patterns must be similar and congruent. Well, I sat down to finish this exchange a few days later. I got to my computer, opened up my Word document, and immediately I had this download of information with a beautiful vision. And the vision really added clarity to what they were talking about, congruent energy patterns. I found myself like floating in this beautiful sea of energy and all around me were these thin silk-like threads just waving and wafting in slow motion. They were a beautiful pink color. And then a few seconds later, another set of fibers dropped into my awareness and they began intermingling with these pink threads. The second set was also pink but it was a slightly different tint. It was a little bit darker. And the two sets began to intertwine until I realized I couldn't tell them apart. Then they reverted back to the two separate clusters of thread. And now I could see them separated, but I realized they were identical. It wasn't that I could not tell them apart. The two sets had actually become a third color a color that was a combination of the two different shades of pink. As soon as I recognized that both sets were indistinguishable, then I saw them again merge into one floating orb of pink energy vibrations. And I immediately understood that this represented the similar and congruent energy patterns that the messengers referenced. They hadn't been that dissimilar to begin with. They were both pink. One was a little bit different tint. But when they had the merger, they actually became one. They didn't become the first or the second set. They became a third set. 
a beautiful combination of both frequencies. The messengers had given me this vision to help me understand how animal walkings could occur. It explained the energy exchange, but in a very simplistic way, one that allowed me to see it and then really understand what they were trying to tell me. On another level, I realized this also explained, in part, how my channeling works. I project my energy, my full awareness, what the messengers call the POE, or point of existence. I project my full awareness to an area outside of my physical body. I'm so accustomed to doing this now. It's second nature to me. I mean, I can be doing dishes, and the next thing you know, I'm floating among the clouds in a galaxy far, far away. But when I'm in this expanded state, I'm open to the subtle energy frequencies, to the vibrations that would not have entered my awareness years ago. Those are always there, but we don't recognize them. But once I connect to the vibrations of the messengers, my vibrations meld with theirs and there becomes this third set. And it's within that third set where the communications take place, just like I saw within the vision. When you are in an expanded state of consciousness, you're able to recognize their subtle frequencies. Now, they, of course, have no difficulty recognizing mine or ours. It's like they're the pink threads and I'm the slightly darker ones. And once our energies combine, we're literally not just on the same wavelength. We are the same frequency, the same vibration. We become indistinguishable, but at a level where we can both function. I could not become them. I'm still inhabiting a physical body with all of its fragile parts. And I know this body could not withstand the strength of their energy. But we can both function within that newer third set of frequencies. This vision that the messengers gave me helped me understand not only about walk-ins, but my communications with them. Back to the the topic of pets being walk-ins. I had so many questions to ask about. You know, I wondered, do animals have soul groups like people do? And they immediately answered me. Let me get to the message. This one knows that energy cannot be destroyed. It can only change form. As frequencies merge, new manifestations may occur. Thus, we explained when upon its transition from the earth plane, an animal might return as fully developed. There must be coherence and agreement on multiple levels for this to occur. For those animals that do not immediately return to earth plane existence, its energy vibrations return to its oversoul. There are multiple human words to describe this state. It is a state that contains the master plan, the blueprint for that species. As what this one just witnessed, when the energies combine, the frequencies blend together, adding to the totality. These are like frequencies, coherent and vibrating at the same levels. Many on the earth plane call this the soul group. 
It is a comfortable space for like attracts like. Returning to this group is a homecoming. Well, that makes sense to me. As the animal returns to a much larger group of its species, it would feel like a homecoming. I asked for more information about animals returning as different species, which we learned about last week. And they said, as we have said, animals can return to earth plane existence in a different species. It is occurring with increased frequency. Within each species cluster, individual vibrations may break apart and drift in a different direction. If a break off from the canine species drifts toward the feline oversoul, it often remains in the outer fringes. While in this state, compatibility matching begins. When the frequencies reach an acceptable level of coherence, it may become part of the larger group. Assimilation is individual. It is quick for some, slow for others. Some remain within the outer fringes and never complete the assimilation process. This is not an easy task, but it is possible. Again, coherence is the key. Vibrational match is the key. This was a lot of information to un unpack. So it's a good stopping point for us now. We're going to delve more into the meaning of this message next week. So stay tuned as we're going to discuss what this means and the sometimes complicated relationship between people and animals. So until next time, remember, be kind. Kindness in everything that you do will come back to you in untold blessings. Try it and see for yourself. Check out the Reluctant Messenger Unleashed with Donna Rebido. I welcome you to comment, to subscribe, follow me on my social media. Remember, we are all energy beings. And how we use our energy defines who we are. Be kind. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Reluctant Messenger. I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, remember, how we use our personal energy is what defines us. Bring in those vibrations of love and gratitude and see how your life will change.